don't hold your breath. It's time to exhalation. Okay. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look at that. Nailed it in one. Yeah, hey, there you go. I was giving myself, I need to put this pen down before I click it throughout the entire yep. episode. Uh, You're yeah, a no, real happy Gilmore. A real happy Gilmore. Fucking nailed it out of the park. Fill the fridge. Uh, welcome, listener readers. Hooking up of young Julie Bowen. Two. Slow readers. Hello, everyone. America's fast-paced literature podcast. Sure is. Here, the conversation is always on books. Here, it's always on reading. It's always on the early works of Adam Sandler. It's always on the later works of Adam Sandler. It's always on poetry. Oh, it's always on science. It's always on the speculative genres. Ah, oh, it's always on r- metacognition. It's always on cogs in the wheels and spacely sprockets. It's all about dissecting your own goddamn brain. It's all about alchemy. It's all about magic. It's all about the rules of alchemy. It's all about time. It's all about turning your daughter into a dog. Ooh, I wish. Uh, <laughs> a reference lost on my co-host. Yes, it is. What was that a reference to? Full Metal Alchemist. Oh. Hi, Phil. Fuck you. <laughs> so, uh, on that horrible note, um, this is Slow Readers. Who are you, co-host? Uh, I am your usual, usual co-host. You're usually. Daniel Gonzalez. Hello, Daniel. An audio producer. Uh, I must have engineer. No, I'm not really. An we're engineer. distinctly not audio engineers. Uh, I am a producer, writer, editor, and an author. It's a minor miracle that our audio setup actually sounds this good. Yeah, man, it's fucking amazing. We're doing it. To be fair, the only thing we needed was just more money. <laughs> That's true. We always had it. We just drank it all it's, away. Yeah. Oh. Or we bought like video games and books. Or I kept buying books until I. Um... But if I had extra money right now, I would buy that Bloodstained game. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, same. Right oh, I'd buy it in a Samurai Showdown. Uh, Gabriel Hoon, what are you? Hello, everyone. My name's Gabe Mara. I'm a comedian every now and again. I'm thinking about getting back into that. I've been writing new material. I should do it, Bo. Yeah, you should do it, Bo. And then I, I always, like, the sting of failing at stand-up is, like, the worst thing in the fucking world. Mm. I'd rather get dumped and punched in the face at the same time than bomb at stand-up. It's, it's an awful, awful feeling. Uh, Gabriel, I can totally relate. That That is one of the main reasons why I purposely don't write comedy. Mm-hmm. Because I can take someone telling me that I'm terrible at, like, you know, trying to be deep or writing well. Mm-hmm. But if someone told me I'm not funny, I'm fucking killing myself. Yeah, no, dude, like, it, it, it's, it's soul death. <laughs> yeah, anyway, it's... I'm a comedian every now and again. I'm mostly an audio producer and i'm also a writer we should get wild and soon. you're also a siren i'm also wah, a siren wah. that's your fan base back i'm there. i'm summoning men to their deaths i totes just like cardi b um she, she didn't kill them okay well, well back when cardi b was a stripper she would drug men and rob them oh, which seriously? is kind of cool seriously yep yeah she didn't hurt them she just drugged them and robbed them hey being a hotel person i don't appreciate that behavior that's true yeah that's a fair enough it's like it's like that's the last thing you want to hear it's like first off First off, when you're a hotel person, I'm very, I'm very like John uh, Steinbecky on like my approach towards uh, uh, sex workers. Yeah. Which essentially, it's like you know what? It's good for it's as long as it's safe and protected and everything like that. Yeah. It's awesome. Which first I off, agree. Cardi B, don't appreciate that. Uh huh. But like when I'm a hotel person, the last thing I want to deal with is prostitutes. That's true. Yeah. No, Daniel was a hotel manager for a while. For a while. Um. So yeah. So shame on you, Cardi B. Bad. Uh-huh. John Steinbeck would not appreciate. I bet John Steinbeck would love it. He'd be like wicked down for that. Oh, he'd be super. Don't get me wrong. I love a Cardi B. John Steinbeck would love you. I love a great story about wicked women. I love it, but in practice, I think about the practicality of being that hotel person. Yeah, no, I feel you. Anyway, did you finish your intro? (laughs) Yes. Okay, listeners, this is a real literature show. We promise for real. And god damn it, we're so fucking professional. We are talking about how we approve of sex work, drinking 
Barefoot spritzers, summer reds. Hell yeah. We're fucking rolling deep, These bro. These are tasty. I like them. They're Good right. job, Barefoot. I don't know if it's mine. I don't yeah, know. Here, want, like, not to be like weird or anything. You want to taste mine? Oh, yeah. Do me a favor. Put it in your mouth and spit it all over me. Fine. Okay. Here, give me here that. you go. Do, do that you, you have a sip of mine. All right. But, so, Barefoot Spritzer. By the way, not a, a what do you call it? Not a sponsor. Uh, I'm Gabriel's drinking. Oh, yeah. No, mine's better than yours. Summer Red, uh, which is uh, aromas of raspberry and pineapple. I like how this is not raspberry and pineapple flavor it is aromas, aromas. Uh, yours had the aromas of pomegranate and raspberry yours kind of tastes kind of like like rose water and i that's kind of gross oh, mine kinda, tastes like raspberry juice. i actually like mine a little more really yeah yeah fuck you um we're a real literature we show. are we don't need to tell them that yeah, we're gonna do. talk about books i mentioned john steinbeck a moment ago that's true and his approach towards sex workers mm-hmm. which by the way is super john steinbeckian sure um so yeah we talk about fucking. Well, books. yeah. Well, let's get. Uh, we have a whole new format we're getting into. Yes. And, and what does that mean for us now, Daniel? Gabriel, that means we're going to talk about the fucking book. We didn't do a book, though. No, we didn't. Per se. We actually we, we did a short story, but we're going to talk about this person's books overall. Mm-hmm. Um, because and I'm very excited to talk about this because I've been kind of I I have an interesting kind of like journey about how I feel about this author and whatnot, and okay. I'm sure. You might, this is the first time you're reading, so we'll get into yeah, it. Yeah, you guys dated for a little while. We did it. We And honestly, like, when it ended, like, we were, we weren't friends, but we weren't mad at each other. No, you know I, what that's, I mean? that's the best thing. It's, it really is. But, like, it's really awkward. Like, I don't miss him. Mm-hmm. Um, Arrival but, was written about you. Yeah, Arrival was basically written about me, his dead daughter. <laughs> <laughs> yes, correct. So, that's it. Okay. Uh-huh. So, basically, we're talking about, fuck, I actually don't remember the name of the short story. Um, um, it's called The Alchemist and the... What's the it? Al- the Merchant and the Alchemist. The game. Merchant and the Alchemist. Okay, which is kind of frustrating. Um, it we'll is. get into the moment. But basically, we're reading. Uh, for this, we have like we're doing something slightly different. Is that we're reading the first story. By the way, we're not also. Uh, we're supposed to be doing Great Gatsby, I think. Yes. And we we're joking about it last time. Yeah, it kind of timing kind of fell off. So we'll we're gonna push it. There. We're gonna push it a month. Yeah, to, to give ourselves a little more breathing room, especially because we're reading these massive tomes. We're thinking that every other week, unless we have a guest, we're gonna be doing a short story. So that way, we're not just like we have time to read for leisure and re- reading doesn't become this miserable task yeah man for fucking for the strain any it makes me hate reading mm-hmm. it's like, it feels like it feels like high school you're back in school <laughs> back at school like i don't want to read god of the wind i don't read this shit oh, fuck. All right. i'd rather be reading my comics so we're doing something slightly different i actually am reading the first volume of nausicaa in the valley of the wind i know i know it's really good you i it. watch you while you read oh you do mm-hmm. i knew it yeah um so we're reading the first story in the uh, brand new 2019 short story collection hey. by Ted Chang. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's his first book since 2000... No, it's 2002's. 2002's, uh, what's it called? Stories of Your Life. Stories of Your Life and Others. Mm. Um, yeah, it's uh, Exhalation. Yes, indeed. That's the name of the book. We're reading the first story only, which is uh, The Merchant and the Alchemist's Gate. Yes. Yes. Um, spoiler, I kind of read some of the other stories as well. That's fine. You own the book. I own the book. I've been wanting to read this for a while. I then bought it when it came it's out. It's pronounced Shang Chiang. Which one? His name. Yeah, you said it two different ways. Well, which one is it? Chang? Chang? Yeah. Okay. I mean... I'm asking you. You did oh. the research. Oh, no, no. I don't know for sure. Let's certain. find out. We could actually go through this whole thing mispronouncing his name. Yeah, that's why... Like, That's one of the things I hope we do during research. Yeah. How to pronounce... Go on. Give oh, no, no, I'm problem. Going, no. Going. You kind of sidetracked me by saying, like, did you pronounce the name? I was like, oh, no, I didn't. I didn't look it up. It's like, oh, man, should I? Oh, Fuck you, you do it. Shang Kai Shek. No. No, wait for this. But, there um... So Ted, we'll call him for now. Teddy boy. Yes. Uh, Gabriel, this, he is primarily, he's not prolific. Ted Chiang. 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 Okay. That's what I was saying. Cool. Uh, Ted Chiang. 
Yeah, Ted Chiang. Thank you, computer. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, Ted Chiang mm-hmm. uh, is not prolific. He only writes short fiction. He is not a novelist at all. Uh, and yeah, his first book, as I said, was uh, Stories of Your Life. Came out in 2002. This is his second book only. Yeah. He's been writing fiction since 1990 or publishing fiction since 1990. Wow. So like, yeah, in what, like literally 30 years, he's published two books. Well, um, if, he, if he's been regularly publishing short stories and like magazines and such, I guess it's only like he's only created two compilations in that case. That, but yeah, well, Do you know if any of these in the book are originally written for the book? I know there's two of them that I don't think were published beforehand. Oh, okay, cool. Um, but that's a do keep in mind, even though, yeah, he has consistently doing this. But for 30 years, there are no other short stories that he's written besides or published besides these two. Wow. Uh, unless like I missed one or two. Like he's only written this many stories, which is, again, not prolific. No. But as you can kind of tell with like the, the way each story kind of reads and is written, um, they're so different from one another that clearly it takes him a while to write these. Cool. Uh, that said, yeah, not prolific at all. Huge award winner. Mm-hmm. So, um, Tell me, what he's won, Johnny? Oh, like all of them. Science fiction, Hugo, like fantasy. Nebula. Lots of Hugos, lots of Nebulas. And he's written some like like straight up like literary awards and whatnot. Cool. Uh, interesting enough, he actually turned down a Hugo for uh, the story Liking What You See, a documentary, which I believe is actually in this book. Why'd he turn it down? Uh, because he said that like it was kind of like, like ah, I didn't feel, I wasn't happy with how it turned out. Uh, my editor was pushing it, so like, it kind of turned it in. It should have been a lot better. Uh, that said... Uh, he won that all sounds awards. exactly like him. A guy who's um, published only so many stories in 30 years. <laughs> and yeah, and will turn down an award because like, it I didn't wasn't deserve perfect. it. Yeah. Um, That's well, pretty cool. Well, interesting enough, uh, he is he does support himself uh, by basically... I think his actually main job is a technical writer. Which, oh, cool. I don't know if he is anymore. I know like he's like, he's, you know, obviously technical I mean, writer. I'm sure he's got those, that, those arrival books. Yeah. Well, like, arrival books, yeah, but that was only in 2016. Like, basically beforehand... Clearly, he, he won a lot of awards, and he probably did all right for a very mm-hmm. serious writer, but I don't know. Anyway. Sure. Um, that's it. Okay, so yeah, technical writer in the software industry. Uh, and that was, by the way, back in 2002. Uh, I should have mentioned beforehand, not a lot is terribly known about Chang. He's a mysterious guy? Yeah, or relative. Is there a picture of him in the book? Uh, yeah, there is. Uh, go ahead. You can want to look at it is he on a the cutie? last page. Yeah, he's a total cutie. Totally your type. Oh, yeah, no. He looks kind of... Is it a ponytail? <laughs> Probably, yeah. Yeah, he looks like, like your... He's a software writer. Yeah, no, he looks <laughs> a like a software, software writer. He writer. looks like he might like own a D&D shop. Oh, I hope. I would love to play a D&D game. <laughs> oh, dude, <laughs> if this guy's so your cool. DM, he'd fucking like, kill you every single time <laughs> with beauty. All right, that's it. Or there's just not a lot on his Wikipedia page. Because, again, he wasn't like a huge writer. He was just like well-respected. Sure. Yeah. Uh, uh, one of his specialities uh is something called metacognition or that's one of his major themes okay which is essentially like thinking about one's own thinking which yeah. is something particularly human because neither ai nor animals seem to be capable of doing something like that what about dolphins dolphins are a bunch of rapists that's true yeah they're bad people plus they commit suicide isn't that a wild thing yeah they're terrible people they're pretty terrible uh, the, uh, dolphins and whales or killer mm-hmm. whales actually yeah they're, they're the worst people in the world um and yeah as you've kind of said before is that the probably like the thing that his biggest claim to fame and like more popular culture is that the 2016 movie arrival was starring Amy Adams and Jeremy Renner was based on his story story of your life. Um, which the was stories of your life or story. It's of your life? no, the individuals, the actual story is story of your life. The, oh, the collection sh- is, fiction stories? is stories of your life. So, That's cool. Which, yeah, anything about it. Also when I was writing out, it makes sense. Stories of your life and others, as opposed to what I was saying before stories of your life and other stories, mm-hmm. which sounds bad. Yeah. Stories of your life and others, which is, which is a very cool kind of illusion. Yeah. 
which is nice. And um, yeah, and that's that's basically all the uh, all I have written down. So that's kind of an intro to him. Um, Gabriel, have you written anything? Have you written anything by Ted Chiang? No, you, very little. Have you read anything mm-hmm. by Ted Chiang? No, this is my very first reading of it. That the first time I heard the name was during was because of Arrival, mm. which I think you and I saw together, right? Um, that's a good question. Probably. I think we might have. And I remember walking out of that and like being my mind being fucking blown by it. Yeah. And I think you were the one who told me that's a short story written by Ted Chiang. Yeah. I'm like, uh, who? Uh, I remember friend of the show. Uh, 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 this show uh, has no friends. Tasha Gonzalez. Tasha Gonzalez, um, published author in the New York Times. Yes, exactly. Her aspiring she, inked model. She uh, read. I remember like she said that like she was waiting for something, and so she picked up the uh, the short story collection and like read the story, and it was just like, yeah, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember that. Like people have like yeah, like ever since then, people like ever since that movie came out, I think he became like more of like a commercial or a name. Yeah. yeah. More of a name. Um, but yeah, that's it. I did buy the short story collection, Stories of Your Life and mm-hmm. Others. Um, and I've read two stories from it. Okay. Uh, one was apparently his first published story back cool. from ni- 1990s, uh, The Tower of Babel. Oh, neat. Which is all about, it is it is a story about um, some dudes uh, contracted to uh, work on the Tower of Babel, which basically is an infinite tower shooting up into the... The, the 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 so the biblical tower of babel yeah the little the biblical bar, but however it's also their their job is to tunnel into the if i remember this right the vault of heaven oh i thought yeah. also they could punch your dad in the face and steal his arm no that's uh that was that was adventure time which is also oh, uh my bad i confuse the bible and adventure time all the time which is great yeah um but yeah and uh so, and then there i've also read the story that arrival is based on story of your life um and well, let's talk about him in general so far okay or how about this no actually let's talk about the um the story itself gabriel okay. what is the merchant and the Alchemist's gate about the merchant and the Alchemist's gate reads like a almost like a arabian night style fable yeah maybe a uh like something slightly more biblical or folklorish it's a myth mm-hmm. um uh, from the point of view kind of like a a person from what does he say? He's in Baghdad. Yeah, this, this takes place in ancient Baghdad. Ancient Baghdad, as well as Cairo. Right? But this merchant who is recounting this tale from in first person to like a, a caliph to a caliph. I'm sorry, and it's all about how on his journeys he encountered an alchemist, a shopkeeper, who created a gate or actually several gates that mm-hmm. allow you to travel through time. That there's a gate of seconds, which is a very short, small little thing. Mm-hmm. And there's gates of years where you travel to and fro. And it explores time travel in the way of Terminator, that everything is um, predestined. It is not a back to the future, change to the future kind of thing. Yeah. But I just burped. <laughs> cool, man. <laughs> yeah. So it's this like very, very cool Arabian Nights style fable about a man and the lessons he learns traveling through time and learning about fate yes that's a good way yeah 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 um i'm trying to f- f- there's nothing really to fill in i guess you, i don't want you don't want to give away any of the surprises of this thing it's it's yeah it's, the reading it not not to jump ahead to my thoughts on it it's like the joy of like unraveling or opening up like a matryoshka doll like or unwrapping like like aluminum foil it's it's something very engrossing and dizzying about reading it it has an amazing and all of his stories kind of have like this kind of like really awesome unfolding. Uh, first off, I want to say like it's something re- it's, it's very joyful. We don't usually get to do this. There's something really 
great about this being hard sci-fi. Mm-hmm. Um, because again, like time travel is never mentioned, but it is a story about time travel. Yeah. And the uh, Chang is a very uh, philosophical writer. He is clearly um, because again, like think of, like Gabriel. Can you imagine? Uh, sorry for the readers who don't really know what Arrival is about and whatnot. That like. Arrival, which was both like a very hard sci-fi, big concept, philosophical discussion mm-hmm. that suddenly sucker punches you with like this very emotional and personal story. Yeah, there's a key moment in that movie where the whole t- for the first half, my butt cheeks are clenched, mm-hmm. waiting for something horrible to happen, mm-hmm. and then a montage begins to that Jonesy song, and I'm like, oh, and I relax, and I'm like, this isn't that movie. I can just enjoy what this is now. Yeah, it's. And it punched me in the fucking heart. And it punched you in the fucking heart. That Max Richter song. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, no, it's, it's yeah, like, you can kind of see, like, this has a very similar kind of pattern. Obviously, yeah, there's an emotional anchor to these stories, as far as I can tell so far. Yeah, they, they always tend to have that. Um, I, spoiler alert, I've read some of the, two of the other stories here. I read the titular uh, uh, thing, mm-hmm. Exhalation. Is and, it about Bono? Yeah, it's about Ek Bono. And I've also read uh, The Great Silence, um, because it was very short and I had time. Uh, sure. <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, the one thing that you should, that you can probably appreciate and you might be able to tell is that, yeah, like a lot of these stories are very, very different from one another. Like he aims to tell the story in a very, very particular way mm-hmm. and he really like engrosses himself into this. Yeah, no, I, I love, I think that's the main benefit of a short story that I've come to enjoy, especially like getting into George Saunders and everything mm. that, um, the, the the changing of voice is a whole new world every time. It's a whole new rhythm. It's like listening to an album by, an, you know, like, you know how you get really, you might really like a band mm-hmm. and you get their new album and every song is eventually the same and it starts to bore the fuck out of you. Yeah. This is like a great album where uh, the artist keeps on continually changing and taking on new points of view. Mm-hmm. So it's really, really engrossing. Yeah. It's and never boring. It's never boring. And the artist is always challenging himself in this. Exactly. Um, and it's really cool. Like, it's... I, I, the first time I read uh, The Tower of Babel and Story of Your Life, um, I was kind of... I was, I was impressed, but if there's always... And it might not be everyone's cup of tea, because it does feel very remote. Dude writes like a, a very intellectual dude, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I think I said dude twice in that sentence. Yeah. Um, which dude. is good. Yeah. Uh... We're talking about fine literature. We're here. talking about dudes, dude. Uh, and yeah, like so, like that can be something of a turnoff, mm-hmm. especially because, like, I don't know. After a while, you kind of get the sense that it's like, oh, this is very cold, technical, very cerebral. Mm-hmm. But there is going to be not only a philosophical kind of yeah. like, theme to this, but also a very emotional one. So if I, I get, I don't know, maybe it's only because it's the only one I've read. I didn't really get that feeling at all. Like, like it's the coldness to it. Yeah, no. Okay. Perhaps this is an exceptionally warm story, but it feels like a, it feels like a fable if all the warmth implied. And you know that, like, either it was going to turn really dark, mm-hmm. or it was actually going to find its human heart. Mm-hmm. So I think that from all I again, all I know of Ted Chiang is Arrival and this story. I think that it's it's like what you said about Borges. Was it last week? Yeah, uh, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, yeah. To Borges, that you start with this huge idea, this huge metaphorical idea. Except unlike Borges, who just leaves it at that, mm-hmm. he he goes right to the human heart of the matter. Yeah, um, and this is also one of the reasons why I definitely want to read this, because two weeks ago we did Borges, we did uh, Labyrinth. Library of Babel. Library of Babel. And, um, and like, I was thinking, and I kind of, I was like, yeah, like, you know, it's it's really interesting hearing the people who, like, are are clearly influenced by this. Yeah. Because, as you can probably tell, this guy is 
most likely a huge Borges fan. I would be shocked if he wasn't. <laughs> which it, would be bizarre if he you, wasn't. You go to Ted and like, hey, Ted, uh, what do you think about Library of Babel? And he's like, Library of what? what you talking about, man? This is how he talks. <laughs> yuck. Uh-huh. Well, hey there, do you want to go play Dungeons and Dragons with me? Uh, yep. Uh, do you want to talk about software? <laughs> Check out this manual I wrote. That's it's what... all about DOS. <laughs> Fuck you, Ted. Fuck you, Ted. God damn, we nailed you. Yeah, gotcha. All right. Uh, Some gotcha journalism right gotcha here. Gotcha journalism. We love you, dude. If you listen to this somehow, come hang. Yes. Where does he live, Daniel? Uh, Washington, I think. D.C. or the state? No, the state. If I oh, remember close right. close to us. Uh, no, he isn't. <laughs> well, it's closer it's... than we'd be if we were in the East Coast. Yeah. It's still, like, the literal uh, height of the nation. Yeah, let's yeah. road trip and hang out with him. Okay, good idea. That's that's reasonable. Ted, um, we'll buy you a beer. <laughs> we'll uh, buy you a, 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 white, a barefoot spritzer. There you go. Uh, Gabriel, Just I was Daniel. originally also going to have you read Exhalation, um, which I read, I read the first story very quickly because, like you, I was like, oh, this one's very, it's more fable, it's more based on mythology, yeah. and very clearly it's structured after the Arabian fables. Like, I, I yeah. love how it does that thing where, first off, a first person, yeah, telling a story to the caliph, if I'm pronouncing it right, caliph? A caliph? I'm okay. not actually familiar with the term. It's like caliph. Uh, if I'm wrong, punch me in the face. DJ caliph? Not you, the other ones. Okay. Um, and, uh, and then, like, some, and when they kind of, he, when he segues into, like, the tale of somebody who had gone through the gates, mm-hmm. it gets, like, a subtitle. Yeah. Which is, like, super obviously Arabian Nights mm-hmm. and everything like that, like, which is a really nice touch. Yeah. Um, so I'm kind of curious, like, I would love to see if there are multiple, like, readers for the audiobook version of this, or if it's just one guy. I'm interested in that. Um, but that said, Exhalation, the t- Caliph. Caliph? Caliph? Caliph. Caliph. The successor of Muhammad as a temporal and spiritual head of Islam. Okay, Caliph. Caliph. That makes sense. Uh, that's an exhalation is way more hard sci-fi. More sci-fi straight up? <laughs> yeah. Um, and again, his <laughs> the writings, his vocabulary is different. Interesting. Um, so that's really cool. It's very, I, like, it almost, it, it kind of, like, irks me because, again, I don't, I you know, it's the philosophy of like not liking u- authors using like big words. Sure. This is nothing but big words because it revolves around like a lot of like technical mumbo jumbo and whatnot. Oh, but if that's the voice and that's the world, then I buy it. It is. It yeah. It's it's purposeful on that, and it kind of took sure. me a little longer to get through. Um, with careful inspection and increasing magnification, I discerned that the tubules tubules. You're, you're, uh, you're ram- ramified into tiny air capillaries, which were interwoven with a dense latticework of wires on which gold leaves were hinged. Which, by the way, was just a random sentence, and that's that's clearly not even like an extreme example. Sure, but like, yeah, like it's it's pretty cool. Um, no, I, I love uh, that kind of like shifting of voice. Yeah, I think um, uh, I think I told you and listeners, so you know. Um, next time we do a short story and this kind of short story interim thing, I'm gonna have us do uh, my chivalric fiasco by uh, George Saunders. By Saunders, tenth of December. What book is it? Tenth of okay. Yeah, that's uh, another example where, like, the first time I read that book, like, I opened it up and I was like confused by the jarring shifts of like short story voice and tone. Uh-huh. But like, it's it's utterly fascinating. I, I would. And that's a great example of use of language and a game you can play like, yeah. in meta text. It, it's almost kind of a shame that like. That there's not a lot of uh, avenues for authors like Saunders and 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 Chang. Yeah. Because like, yeah, like it's it's not at all financially lucrative to be focusing on like writing these very stylized and you know like intricate short stories. Yeah, it must not be. You have to have a day job. You have to have a day. Did Saunders have a day job? I think so. He was a teacher for a while. Okay. 
Yeah, they always are. Yeah. I think he was a teacher as well. Sure. Jim Harrison was a teacher. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Of the sexual arts. Yeah, pretty, like literally, yeah. Yeah, no, he, he he was very inappropriate. He was he was the old world kind of flaw, uh, teacher who, who would sleep with students. Indiana Jones never did. University. Um, then again, he did sleep with Marion, who was underage at the time. Was he? Was he? What? Yeah, she oh. was, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. What is, what is that? What? What do you mean? Was the actress underage at the no, time? No, the character. Oh. That is established that she was like 16. Like, um, uh, Professor Ravenwood was like, uh, like Indiana Jones, like colleague. Mm-hmm. And then like, he hooked up with like his daughter, his young daughter, Marion. Oh, I don't fucking remember that at all. <laughs> yeah. All right. But yeah, Harrison also said that's like, yeah, you can't get around, get away with that anymore. So yeah. I, I do not recommend not anybody Harrison. does it. Harrison's good. Harrison. And you know who was also all right? Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford. Mm-hmm. So, um, I tell you what, let's, uh, let's well, take you, a... you didn't tell me what you thought about the story. Oh, I liked it. So, uh, no, okay. we're going to go over <laughs> Yeah, we've been talking about Chang and format and style, but we haven't gotten to the no. story, like, at all, really. Uh, yeah, well, again, we don't want to spoil anything, and maybe we can sure. wait for, like, final thoughts to basically give, like, a bigger, broader kind of, like, this okay. is how we felt about it. But no, on the whole, yeah, I liked it quite a bit. Um, this was, certain of his stories are easier to get into. Uh, you talked more about Exhalation to short story than this one. Because I, I feel like I have a lot more to say about Exhalation okay. than this one. Which is, like, because it was harder to get into, and I don't grasp a lot of its larger i mean it's pretty clear but like there's things that also just lost me just basically by based on the language mm-hmm. and then like but this one was just like sure that was a sound effect uh-huh. um just like is like yeah i got it mm-hmm. i got it ted thanks teddy you fucking dummy hey theo hey We're good hey theo hey hey ted keep your theorems to yourself oh, oh yeah so yeah, no, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about it a little, uh, maybe later on and whatnot. We'll go a little more depth um, in our final thoughts. But we're going long. Let's go on, let's go on break. When we come back, we're going to play a fucking game. It's really hot in here. So do not, it is really hot in here too. Yes. Gabriel? Yes. Let's go to break. Engineering! Welcome back to... Slow readers. Hi, whoa, whoa, whoa. America's Fast Space Literature Podcast, brought to Hot you by damn. Gabriel's Caught Off Guard. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, brought to you by Top Gun Radio. I am your co-host Daniel Gonzalez, and I'm his co-host Gabe Mara, and I'm your co-host Ted Chang. Hey, it's me, Ted Chang. It's me, Ted Chang. It's me, Ted Chang. Let's play Dungeons and Dragons and talk um, software writing. Let's make a deal. Hey. He's Italian, I think now. He's an Italian. He's an Italian. My name is Ted Chang. My name is Ted Chang. I've grown up in this country for since I was a boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a really cool episode of DuckTales where um uh, someone puts a where Gyro Gearloos, um who's voiced by Lin Manuel Miranda, puts a voice modulator inside Donald's voice, mm-hmm. and it's pretty awesome because he's regular he has has regular speech and it's great. Oh, good story. Was mm-hmm. it written by that fucking loser Ted Chiang? Honestly, if Ted Chiang started writing DuckTales episodes, I'd have like like what's the, what's a good version of a shit fit? Orgasm. Jizzbiz? Yeah, sure. I go into the Jizzbiz. You're going to the Jizzbiz, bro? Yeah, hey, go. Let's go to the Jizzbiz, dog. You're going to the... Let's go to the... Let's go to the jizz, you know, that's where the money is. It's in the Jizzbiz. You want to shoot some hoops? Let's go get some beers? Go to Jizzbiz. You're welcome, America. Yeah, this is a real literature show, by This way. is a real literature show. Hey, man, we've talked about literature this whole fucking time. Yeah, for the most part. Gabriel, we have a game. Daniel, we have a game. Hey, I did not know where that came from. And Daniel, even better, it's a brand new game. Oh shit. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with Ted Chiang, oh. but that's not really important. All right. Um, But we did bring up one of the people involved in this thing earlier in 
in the episode. John Steinberg? Actually, it was me. Okay. Daniel, I didn't have time to think up a clever name for this one. Okay. Though, actually, shit, like, a bunch are coming up to me. Well, I'll worry about it later. So no recorder this time? No recorder this time. Sorry. Oh, man. This game is called Bono mm-hmm. or Rupee Car. So, Daniel, what I'm going to do for you uh-huh. is I'm going to read you um, a small passage. And either they are a poem by international best-selling uh, poet Rupee Car. Oh, Rupee Car. I that guy isn't it a lady i hate that lady yes i don't know if it is or isn't one of them's one of them is a guy sorry but go ahead bono's a guy well bono's a guy but there's the other one that's just like rupee car who is uh rh sin i think that's a guy i i do not know i couldn't tell you i'm very familiar let's confirm rupee car is a woman okay let's also look yes she's a woman look up She's um, Indian born from Canada. Look up rh the initials rh and then sin sin with an h at the end Yes, R.H. Sin. That's a guy. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. I'm going to read you a small passage. And okay. either it is a poem by author of Milk and Honey, Rupi Carr. These poems, honestly, I don't care for them. Wait, 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 wait. Poems? Poems. They're poems? They're poems. Well, that's funny. I thought it were Instagram captions. Uh, yeah. Solid. Fuck you, Rupi Carr. Or they are lyrics from World Saver and All Around Fucking Dork. Bono. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Also, it's uh, yeah. Paul Hewson, the lead singer of Irish band U2. Hey. Both of these people are decent human beings sure. who are out there to share goodness in the world, but that doesn't stop them from being ever so slightly obnoxious. Mm. I, I like this game. Okay, Daniel. Yes. Um, Are you ready? I am ready. Here's your first one. Uh-huh. What once was hurt. What once was friction, what left a mark, no longer stings, because grace makes beauty out of ugly things. Oh Jesus! Is that Bono, or is that Rupee Car? I'm gonna guess Rupee Car. Daniel? Yes. Here's your answer. <laughs> it was Grace by U2 oh, no. off the album All That You Can't Leave Behind. Oh. It was Bono. Oh, man. Terrible. Oh, no. <laughs> so, right. one wrong, Daniel. <laughs> hey, okay. All right. Okay. I'm fine. I'm in the game. You're still in the game. game. You're still in the game. Still in the game. Here's yeah. your next... Oh, Jesus. Here's your next one, Daniel. Yeah. Got the swing. Got the sway. Got my straw and lemonade. Still looking for that face I had before the world was made. Okay, look. If this isn't Bono, that's fucking crazy. <laughs> I'm guessing this is Bono. <laughs> Daniel? Uh-huh. Guess what? <laughs> What? You are correct. Ah, thank God. What it was that? Mofo off Pop. Uh, Mofo? It was Mofo. That's the name of this fucking song? Yes. Oh, God. It's their horrible techno experiment. Discotech. Discotech. El Salvador. El Salvador. <laughs> what would you do if it was nothing but Bono? Oh, man. I'd, okay. I'd be happy with that. Okay. Okay. Ready, Daniel? Yes. Here's your next one. I think I, I made seven. Yeah. So. Okay, seven. All right. Yeah, you got your one, your one for one. You keep track of score because I never remember. Okay, cool. <laughs> if you were born mm-hmm. with the weakness to fall, you were born with the strength to rise. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. That's Rupee Car. That's Rupee Car. <laughs> hey. hey. Oh, what is this? Is this a I sound, got a sound effect. Oh, no. Yeah, there's a couple of really fun ones here. There's... Oh, man. Excellent. Absolutely excellent. Good times. <laughs> All right, I'm looking forward to that. So 2-1. 2-1. Two, two, 
Good job, Daniel. Hey, I'm in the lead against myself. Yes, exactly. (laughs) You're competing only against you, who is the only opponent you have, according to Rocky. Mm -hmm. That's a good point. This guy right here. This guy. guy. (laughs) The universe took its time on you, crafted you precisely, so you could offer the world something distinct from everyone else. So when you doubt how you were created, you doubt an energy greater than us both. Hmm. Okay. Bono or Rupi Carr? That is Bono. It's Bono? I'm guessing it's Bono. Daniel? Wrong! <laughs> that was Rupi Carr! Really? There was an yes. us in there. Yeah, I know. Honestly, like, 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 I thought that could have been him. Like, talking about the universe and the world and an energy greater than us both. Because I thought Rupi Carr's things are only just about, like, you and the universe. No. Like, as opposed to just talking about, like, we're not lead with the universe. Nope. But all right. Incorrect. Okay. Cool. So? Ugh, it's so bad. You're still, uh, you're <laughs> it's still so fucking two? bad. All right, yeah. Okay. Do, do, does Rupi, do you think Rupi Carr fans would get annoyed by basically just saying, it's like, you know, Rupi Carr, like, quote unquote poems are essentially just like a line or two from a U2 song? Like, yeah, I think, I honestly, I wonder. I bet that people who unabashedly love Rupi Carr have no problem with Bono. I mean, you sure? Listeners, if you love Rupi Carr Go but hate Bono, yeah. please write into us. If you think if you love Rupi Carr but you think Bono is silly and kind of shallow, mm-hmm. please write to us. Or vice versa. If you love Bono but hate Rupi Carr, come on right in. You can tweet Daniel at Top Gallant and you yes. can message me on Instagram. Well, at Top at, Gallant Radio. Oh, Top Gallant yeah, Radio. Yeah. You can message me on Instagram at Reed.Richards. Read like the, the word reading. Read. Or okay. you can message me on uh, Instagram at Slow Readers. Engage with us. Engage. Okay. Next one. Reading? Wait, a 2-2. Two, two. Two, two. Yeah, two for two. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, not two for two. Two and two. I know the world is dumb, but you don't have to be. I have a question for the child in you before it leaves. Are you tough enough to be kind? Do you know your heart has its own mind? Darkness gathers around the light. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Rupi Carr or Bono? This has to be Bono. Daniel? Mm-hmm. It was Bono. Yeah, thank God. It is 13. There is a light. Is it 13? Yep. What's 13? It's a song called 13. There is a light. It's off oh, songs of experience. Oh, okay. Of the latest release, which is fun. Hey, good for... Okay, all right. There's only two left, Daniel. Two left, so I'm 3-2. Yes. Okay. Here's your next one. Okay, I'm ready. Your name is the strongest, positive and negative... Connotation in any language. It either lights me up or leaves me aching for days. Rupi Carr. Rupi Carr? Daniel? Correct! 4-2! Alright, thank you for... You think you've officially won, but let's do the last one just in case. Okay. Just for funzos. Just for funzos. Okay. Plus, the point isn't like to be... The point's that's like, I want all the points, though. Exactly. To be honest with you. Alright, Daniel. Here's your last one. Mm Mm-hmm. Here's what we gotta be. Love and community. <laughs> Laughter is eternal if joy is real. Rupi Carr or Bono? I would have loved it if you went, if you went love. Love, love. <laughs> love, love, love. And it was Rupi Carr. <laughs> true. And it was Rupi Carr. This is First stand-up song. comedy. It's the lyrics of stand-up. Yeah, she, I think Rupi Carr just copies her poems off of yeah. YouTube. Yeah, like, just, just for audience knows, we are positive negative fans of you two in the sense that we love to make fun of them and sometimes they have really great songs yeah. but more often than not they can be terrible like it, it's it's 
for the most part, we don't wholly like YouTube songs. Yes. But there are YouTube songs we really like. Yeah, I think there's some phenomenal YouTube songs. And honestly, if they were if they were live, yeah. uh, I think we should actually try and see them. If oh, hell yeah. Be, I'd, I'd pay $150 really to go see a good YouTube concert. $150 fucking dollars? Yeah, they're, they're pricey. It cost me like 40 bucks to see goddamn Neutral Milk Hotel, and that was their last tour. Yeah, that surprises me, actually. Or 60, I don't remember. Anyway, Daniel. Right, yeah. Want me to read it again? Go ahead. Here's what we gotta be. I forgot you already read it. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, read it, please. Here's what we gotta be. Okay. Love and community. Here's what we gotta be. Laughter is eternal. If joy is real. Love is another name. If joy is real. (laughs) Or imagine a lovely Indian woman from Canada reading these words aloud to a spellbound audience. And she thought that she could get away with having one very small and obvious rhyme. Yeah. Oh, God. I'm guessing Rupi Carr. Daniel, are you guessing Rupi Carr? I'm guessing Rupi Carr. Guess what, Daniel? What? Oh, this is Get On Your Boots? It's from Get On Your Boots. Oh, no. From No Line on the Horizon. And this is well known to be one of the greatest U2 songs ever. <laughs> for being terrible. For being terrible. Ugh. <laughs> yes, that was from Get On Your Boots. So, Get On Your Boots. Rupi Carr, you're about as good as U2 at one of their worst <laughs> um, <laughs> Six of boots. Because also, also, I'll, I'll straight up say that there's also songs. Because I've said that, yeah, I like some U two songs. Yeah, there's like in the songs that I like, especially the one actually has some flat out good lyrics. Sure, no, these definitely capable of being amazing. Yes, and, except and I, so- I, I like some Rupee Car poems. Do you? Yeah. Do ya? They're very simple ideas. They're very nice little illustrations. And if you want to read it as slow as possible, then it's kind of there's something very. Meditative about them. I've once described uh, Ruby Carr books as um, books of poetry for people who don't read or know what poetry is. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. But uh, that said, yay! And that Good was. Good job, Daniel. That was. Bono Rupi, versus Rupi, Rupi Carr. Rupi Bono Carr. Rupi. Mm. I was trying to think, like, her poetry collections are like Milk and Honey, and what else is there? I don't fucking remember. She um, be another, like. W- w- was there a, was there, are there any YouTube songs with the name Carr in it? Like, you can drive my... Bono, you can drive my car or something like that? I don't think so. <laughs> God damn it. If only Bono was the Beatles. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, I think Bono wishes that same thing every day. I think he wishes he was Elvis more than anything, to be honest with you. Yeah. Or okay. Lennon. That's my thing. Well, I need to stop moving. Uh-huh. All right. We'll figure out a tile for that. But good game, Gabriel. Glad to uh, hear it, I had man. a lot of fun with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's it. Um, uh, it was awesome. But we need to go to a break. Yes, indeed. When we come back from break... We need to do final thoughts. Welcome back. Hi, everyone. Dear listener fucking readers. Hello, friends. To Slow Readers. Your weekly fast-paced literature podcast. podcast. Brought to you by books. By reading. (laughs) Brought to you by reading. By Simon and Schuster. Brought to you by Nuff. By Penguin. Alfred A. Nuff is my favorite imprint. Yeah. Yeah. I think that. Um, also, uh, oh, I should say it's my, my favorite Scholastic. Uh, <laughs> it would be. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> the uh, You should see the original cover of uh, Stories of Your Life. Mm-hmm. Um, Every time you say it, I start singing the One Direction song. Which is the One Direction song? Story of my life, I'll take you home. What the fuck is that? It's, just, it's One Direction. Oh. I don't. I don't know. This is the story of my life. I don't what? have no idea. You're not a hardcore Gabriel, 1D? Gabriel, believe it or not, I don't know what circumstance I would have been to have heard the One Direction. I don't know any One Direction songs, I think. I don't think so. There's only know. 1D for me. 
dick. Oh, it's all of theirs wrapped up in a rubber band. Nice. Gabriel, uh, Excluding you, Zane. You should see the original cover of uh, Stories of Her Life because although it was republished by or reprinted by, I think, Vintage or whatever. Cool. Um, the original one, the original hardcover printed by Tor. So oh, it had really? like had a really fucking like That's old, school, awesome. uh, old school, old um, school. Um, sorry, it I'm was, having a hard time typing. Ex- explain the Tor, life. the listeners, what Tor is. Then what Tor is. Tor is old school like horror fantasy sci fi uh, uh, publisher that basically published like Glenn Cook. Uh, our favorite. Our favorite. What else? I'm sorry. What else is like Tor? Like, I'm, I don't really recall. I just know I, I follow. I'm on their website often. I just look up their awesome kind of like sci fi and like, yeah. Like, like news that kind of stuff like it's just like it's just yeah they're real pulpy looking they're, they're usually cool, like illustrated and, and whatnot yeah. gabriel before i show you what the original cover is what is the new cover of stories of your life i don't recall i don't think i've seen it's it. like clouds okay um this is the original cover of stories of your life please describe it rad yeah. okay there is what i would call a colossus a large nakedish man with a tower rising up where his wiener would be. And um, there's like a skyscraper behind him. There's buildings. There's a labyrinth. There's a horse. And there's a red sun behind his head. That's awesome. Yeah. It, it kind of looks like he has a tower for a dick. Yeah. It looks like like classic Ray Bradbury cover. It, yeah. That's actually a great way to describe it. It looks like the, the covers for like Illustrated Man or whatever. Mm-hmm. Which I have no idea what that's about. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's about the guy with tattoos, right? Yeah. I think that's the one. Is that a joke or is that... No, okay. isn't there, isn't there a famous movie um, that was adapted, called Illustrated Man, adapted from Ray Bradbury, where it starred like uh, some like like Rod Sterling or something like that? No. Uh, was it uh, was it adapted into the movie Powder? It was not. Okay, good. Uh, yeah, no, so that's the original cover from Tor. You get, when, you get, when you get published from Tor, you get a fucking Tor cover. Radical. Right. Um, that's it. Okay, so final thoughts on the first story in Exhalation Stories. Yes. Uh, by Ted Chiang... The Merchant and the Alchemist's Gate. Good job, yes. What are your final thoughts about it, Gabriel? I love folklore. I love mythology. And I love the Arabian Nights. I just saw Aladdin, which broke my heart. So this was a little bit of a soothing bomb onto it. That, like, it was this wonderful combination of, of mysticism and science and realistic thinking. That, like, that's the thing. I, I love knowing a story was thought through t- until it was wrung out of any questions. Like, for me, that's that's the most amazing thing. Mm-hmm. It's why I like a horror movie like Oculus, where the whole movie is all about a character being like, no, I thought of that, and here's how we're going to beat it, and then the thing beats him anyway. It's just a great horror film. But um, Merchant Alchemist Gate is exactly what I look for in, like, small stories like this. And it's even more of a wonder, considering it was written by a modern author. So... Consider me completely invested now that this this is really cool. I like it a lot. I can't wait to read more. Yeah. Well said, Gabriel. What about you, Daniel Williams? What about Gonzalez? me? Um, Dog. Well, that's a, uh, yeah, no, I, I like this quite a bit. And I, I always feel like I didn't give uh, Ted uh, a chance when I, when I read him. Teddy! The first time around. Because I felt like I was like, yeah, he's weirdly cold. He's a little more um like cerebral than i usually read as well but um but no i i really do i like it depends on what story you read like tower babble is good not like anything effective mm-hmm. the, the ending kind of like i was like oh what a nice like oh it's like a highbrow twilight zone-ish kind of thing sure. but obviously involving mythology and and whatever whatever but like yeah no i this makes me want to read more and obviously i have read more i've read yeah. exhalation i've read the great silence mm-hmm. um and yeah, I, I very much want to uh, read more of these stories. I'm toying with, I don't, we have too many sub series right now where like, I don't want to keep returning to this book as a sub series, but I also kind of really want to, Yeah, w- maybe like down the line, if like 
you know, if we needed time or something like that, we'll read another. But yeah. no promises. Let's yeah, well, let's let's. I mean, we're almost done with Battle Angel Alita, mm-hmm. so we have time for another opening series. Um, I think that um, we'll just we'll just keep on labeling it as another in our short story selection. Just do Ted Chiang, Exhalation, Blankety Blank. What, what would be the yeah? What would be the subseries name for Exhalation? I, I I meant specifically we wouldn't do that, but <laughs> what would it be called if we were doing it? But I know you said we wouldn't do that. But what if we did it? What would it be? <laughs> Gee, I don't know. I haven't read Exchangulation? 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 That sounds like a really bad community pun. <laughs> like, you know, Ken Jeong would say it. I know. But that's it. No, uh, I'm also very interested in also reading more uh, Judge, George, George Saunders. Some George jo- Saunders. Judge John Some Georgie Jopjump. Judge George Jackie Jopjump. I'm also saying whatever. George Saunders. Um, yeah, as well. Because, uh, yeah. Cool dudes. Cool guys. I like Masters to... of short fiction. Masters of short fiction who are both probably very big fans of Borges. Jorge Luis Borges. Uh, oops. Oh, your your water. slinky water bottle. Uh, Gabriel. Yeah. We have one more segment. To do. We do? It's a little thing oh, called no. Hazy Memories. Hazy Memories. Created by Whip Around co-host and creator... Jonathan B. Hayes. Indeed. Johnny B. Bad. Yes. Check out the Whip Around podcast for all your weird news needs. Avoid the Whip Around two words because that's a Fox News show. It's the mm. Whip Around one word. Be wary. Be wary. Gabriel. Yeah. Uh, final, uh, Hazy Memories is that memory that you're going to think back later on in life just thinking, hey, I remember reading that and this is the thing that comes to your mind. Gabriel, what is your Hazy Memory for the Merchant and the Alchemist Gate? I feel like it's short enough that I can remember the whole thing. But yeah. I think <laughs> I, just, I, lo- I like time travel stories and I like stories about cause and effect and the ripples we make. So really, like I, I liked all like the little stories within the story. It was just a wonderful like a Russian doll. I was really into it. Like the story of a... It was the first guy who wasn't the weaver. He was the rope maker. And yeah. The rope maker and the weaver. Like, it was just, I, I love, I, I love the Arabian Nights. So, the whole thing, damn it. The whole thing. What about you? My hazy memories. Um, my hazy memories is, I'm cheating. Uh, you're right. It is, it is too short. Is it going to be exhalation? Actually, yeah, well, it's the idea that, like, I read this, and then I read the first, like, page or two of exhalation. And, like, I didn't get anything weird out of, I thought it was just talking about air. Okay. And then when I went back and actually read it in full, uh, like in the very first page, which isn't spoiling anything, um, without explaining without explaining what they are or whatnot, they're talking about air in the sense where it's like they're replacing lungs, literally opening up your chest and taking out your old like lung case and putting cool. in a fresh one. And I was like, what? I don't cool. remember that. Well, cool. <laughs> so, uh, that, that is it. Because, yeah, again, the yeah. short stories are kind of difficult to come up with hazy memories. Yeah, I mean, save it for next time, I guess. Yeah, maybe. But yeah, that's In the... any case, um, listeners, if you like what you heard, check out Exhalation by Ted Chiang. Um, it's at any bookstore near you. It's a brand new release. Um, pick up The Alchemist and the Merchant or the Merchant and Alchemist Gate. Give it a quick read. You could probably read it in like 10 minutes standing in Barnes & Noble. Also, you Highly know, recommend. Why? I, I couldn't read this in 10 minutes. Buy the whole fucking book. Um, but uh, no, also, why stop there? You should also get the brand new hardcover of the new Joyce Carol Oates novel, My sure. Life as a Rat. And also... Actually, that's an important thing to bring up. Oh, the Joyce Carol Oates thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was going to say. Uh, yeah, new Joyce Carol Oates novel, which I think is getting really good reviews on, like, her, unfortunately, her last one. Mm. Um, that said, also, fucking, you know, why stop there? You're fucking lost your mind. You're just like, I'm on all the books. So you want to buy This Storm by James Elroy, the new James Elroy card-boiled L.A. noir novel. Sure. Yeah. What, what I meant was that... um. <laughs> Finally, we paid our dear friend Evan Stutz. Um, um, you can follow him at oh, MC yeah. Wallaby on Instagram. 
He's a member of the really excellent comedy troupe in the Lehigh Valley. Um, we're good. You're great. You perform, I think, weekly at the Steel Stacks. Evan, who's a very talented artist and also graphic designer, designed for us some Joyce Carol Oates stickers. Mm-hmm. We had them made. They look amazing. And our shipment of stickers arrives soon. We'll be publishing pictures of them very soon once we get the order in. And... Shit, if you just want one, write into us. Um, yeah. Preferably write a review of the show, and then we'll send you one. But if you just want one, message us on Instagram. I am at read, as in reading a book, dot Richards on Instagram. And also, uh, fuck, that's the only place to find me, right? Uh, there's also your uh, I'm, I Want Clips uh, page, because mm. you, you're a fin dom. My, my Pinterests also? Yeah. yeah. Um, so please message us there, because I, I think they look really great. And um, wait, go online, you can see the design. It's... Cool. It's Joyce Carol Oates. It is. And also, when you're reviewing us, just give us five stars. Five stars. I mean, you can kind of like make some kind of like minor gripes as like, oh, I wish the audio quality was consistent. Mm-hmm. But like, you know what? That's fair. You can put that in there, but just give us five stars. Yeah, Come hey, on. Complain all you want. Give us five stars. Complain all you want. Critique us. Say we're awful, but give us give us those five stars. Yeah. Measure us based on the smiles you put on your face. T- take a note from Johnny No Thumbs page, all yeah. right? <laughs> as per usual, these, these guys, guys are, are idiots. idiots. Oh, love you Johnny it's the best he had a new review too really um, he did because like when you click on him you can look at all I have to do that because his reviews are so fucking yeah awesome. they're like so brief they're and hostile so, they are and like essentially every every one yeah, of this his this is the re- one guy who left us a review that we don't know <laughs> every every review of his is essentially like a sentence it is like the emoticon for eye roll but in a sentence yeah so it is like oh this I roll. I love that and you took the time, so and I appreciate it. And also, we forgot to mention this a while ago. Someone randomly gave Sex and Violence a review. Yeah. And it was very nice of them. Uh, or I think reviewed it in, I think, March. Yeah, we completely forgot it about March it. So like if you still want to listen to uh, me and the dearly departed Ryan Snyder talk mm-hmm. about sexy and grody violent films from today and yesterday, um, please check that out. Sex plus violence on iTunes, or Sex and Violence on Stitcher. Yeah. Hours of hours of Ryan and talking about how he doesn't like Coen Brothers, yep. and how he loves what the Watchmen movie. <laughs> yeah, I loves watching movie, and he loves uh, what's it called um, that Super Beasto movie that I hated. <laughs> yeah, hours of that still yeah. available. Sex plus violence. Yeah, um, my last plug. Um, it's still out. Please check out Self Evident Asian America Stories. My episode came out a couple weeks ago now, episode three, the talk we were supposed to have. Please check that out, even if you're not Asian American. It's a wonderful personal story that I helped produce, and I'm very proud of it. So get check that out. Give us some ratings, reviews, and subscribes as well. Yes, Daniel. Plug. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Topgot Radio, on Instagram at So Readers, and you can also buy my fiction all on Amazon and paperback and ebook forms. You can buy The Shadow from the Deep and A Cook in the Kingdom. Hi-ya. And you can also follow my author's page, which um, I don't really know what to do with it all that much, but author's page uh, at Daniel Gonzalez Fictions on the Facebook. And uh, I think that's really, uh, I think that's really it. Yeah. Oh. I think so, yeah. You should become a meme page. Just post a lot of lit memes. A meme? Oh, my God. I would fucking... Oh, man. That would actually be the smart thing to do. Yeah. I follow several lit meme pages. Oh, you do. And you share, you show them to me all the time. Look at this. And I'm like, shut up, Gabe. Get out of my face. Get the fuck out and of here. And then you chuckle to yourself. And I chuckle because I'm like, that was a good, that was a good John Aston John Aston poem. John Aston poem. John Aston. You know, one of my favorite authors, John Aston. John Aston. Is he that guy who carried Frodo up the mountain? He's like, yeah, he's the one, of, and he also wrote a book, collection of short stories called Colorado Crimes. Love it. Good. Anyway. That's the end of the show, as you can tell. Oh, guys, we'll see you next week. Either we're doing Battle Angel Alita or we're doing Gone at the Wind Part 1. Yeah. Probably Gone at the Wind.
Pro. We'll see, we'll see how far, how long it takes Dale to give up on it. Well, let's see how how soon it comes in the mail. Actually, yeah. to be honest with you, I, I was just looking up right now, and I, that kind of hit that wall there. But sure. um, yeah, we'll see about that uh, next week. Uh, surprise! That's the end of the show. Okay. Bye. Bye. This has been a Top Gout Radio production, executive produced by Daniel Gonzalez and Gabriel Mara. For more shows and information, go to topgoutradio.com. Thank you.